Hey friends, thanks for listening in on Winning It with the Home Team podcast. I'm Katrina Parlin. And I'm Todd Murphy. And we're here to talk about all the things parents muddle through in regards to youth sports and how ultimately it's your home team that wins. We know parenting is one of life's ultimate gifts and challenges. On the Winning It with the Home Team, we discuss those gifts and challenges and talk about the complexities of raising kids and youth sports in such a way that is life-giving. Because after all, we are all rooting for the home team to win. This week's Lasso Works Cedar Coach of the Week is Anthony Witcher of the 5th and 6th grade boys Aztecs. Coach Witcher, great job. I was able to listen in on his devotional this week, and man, really, really good. Uh, really getting into what it, we want those kids to be hearing about the Word of God, uh, and then getting them out there on the court, and the intensity was phenomenal. The practice, just the organization was phenomenal. Uh, really, really into it. And then uh, they go out and get a big win this week as well. So, uh Coach Witcher, for your contributions this week, you are our Lasso Works Cedar Coach of the Week. This week's LC Sports and Recreation Player of the Week goes to Jensen Melton of the Hurricanes Kindergartner team. Coach Madison said that Jensen played so hard during the game, not only the game, but practice too. And what impressed her the most was that after the game, he found ways to compliment almost every teammate on his team. What an amazing example of how to show others their worth and be the light to others. Jensen Melton, good job. You are this week's Player of the Week. All right, welcome uh, to the next episode of Winning with the Home Team. I'm Katrina. And I'm Todd. And today we have a super special uh, treat for you guys. Uh, we've got the Duns. This is Rhonda Dunn and Patrick Dunn. And um, man, they have so much sports experience, both on uh, the parent side of things, as well as being a coach and an administrator. So welcome. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So why don't you guys just introduce yourself uh, as far as just personally, you and your family, and then also just the expertise that you've had in your field. Okay. Well, first of all, it's not expertise. It's experience. Okay. Experience. <laughs> experience. We'll go. Yeah, we'll do that. Um, I'm Rhonda. Um, I am um, Patrick's wife and a mom, the mom of Parker and Peyton and Presley and Paxton. And um, Parker is 20 and Paxton is 12. And then Payton's 18 and Presley is 14. Um, yeah. I also am a coach, um, both in the, at high school, um, have been an assistant coach for years and years and years and, and years, um, have recently took on the position as a head coach, um, and also have recently taken on a, a, an administrative role at our, on our campus. Yeah, yeah. Cool. So. I'm uh, <clears throat> Patrick Dunn, and this is my wife, Rhonda. She said we have uh, the four kids We've gone through uh, some parenting stuff with kids. We've gone through some co coaching with our own kids. Um, we've coached at the high school level for around um, 20 plus years. And now we're working, also working with the junior high kids. So we get a good uh, mix of them. And we've grown up up here with uh, yeah. Upward Sports. So we've been involved at that level too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So uh, <clears throat> you had uh, Parker, your oldest. He He did wrestling. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you've got Peyton. She did volleyball. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is your experience. 
not expertise, but experience, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, and then um, Presley, she does uh, volleyball. Has she landed on volleyball as kind of the trajectory? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's right now her favorite. Yeah. Um, she's still in eighth grade, so she still yeah, has the sure. opportunity to play. Um, she did choose not to play basketball this year, which, uh-huh. you know. That's the first time, right? That's the first time. I know. Okay. All right. Hurt me a little bit. Um, <laughs> but she plans on playing soccer and running okay. track. And, you know, we have always um, had this philosophy with our with our kids that um, they do as much as they can yeah. and as much as our family can. Mm-hmm. And it, when they were younger, um, some of them wanted to be in everything, every yeah. like multiple things, yeah. multiple seasons. And we did say, you know, everybody, every kid gets one thing mm-hmm. per season. Mm-hmm. Um and we truly tried. For, for sometimes it was like the blessing of upward basketball was when all of them were in it. Mm-hmm. You guys did such a good job of making sure that they could all be involved, and yeah. it wasn't like yeah. stretching us so thin. Right. So you know, sometimes it was. We are all doing basketball right yeah. now, right. or we are all doing soccer, yeah. or we are all doing doing this. But it was soccer, and then that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. what I mean for that season. Right. So we have always encouraged them to. To, to do as much as they could for as long as they could. And um, for for our, for Parker and Peyton, both of them, you know, that kind of ended at junior high, mm-hmm. and they chose mm-hmm. to specialize. And, and that's hard. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard at a big high school to mm-hmm. do more than one thing, but sure. it's also hard to see them yeah. not get to experience mm-hmm. all of the things. Sure. Um, but, yeah, they were some, yeah, we've just always yeah. encouraged them to, do all do all of it for as long as they could. Yeah. So you guys are both at Martin High School, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Which um, there's a lot of success that has come out of y'all's program. Um, so I know, Rhonda, you say not expertise, but yet you guys are both very successful. So can you talk a little bit about the success? I know you don't, neither one of you are the kind to toot your own horn, but I'm asking you to just, you know, kind of go over how successful your programs have been. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, the kids are great, yeah. and the program is is awesome, and it's only because we have really awesome kids yeah. who are um, and parents who are supportive, and, mm-hmm. and an administration that is supportive, and and a community that mm-hmm. is supportive. Sure, yeah. And so you know, at at the end this year, especially, like, I I found myself saying like, what we do here is important but nobody is going to die over what we do or don't yes. do, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then by the end of the season, I was, I, I kind of came to the conclusion, it's not life or death, but what they experience here really will allow them to have a better life. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's important. Yeah. It is. Their experience it is, is important. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, success in the wins and loss, we, we don't like, nobody likes to lose. We really sure. don't like to sure. lose. Sure. Um, and we're, very competitive. I mean, I think that's one thing that we found out about each other early on when we met was that both of us are very competitive. Yeah. Um, but I think the longer that we've been coaching, the more that we see it's it's just more mm. than winning. Yeah. It's more than being yeah. being successful. And you know, we tell the kids a lot of that there there are lots of there's more than just the scoreboard. There's more right. than just the numbers. Right. And so, I don't know. That's yeah. where we go. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I think. I mean. I think we both have the kind of the same philosophy, like is what you do each and every day. We're not worried about wins and losses. Like if you're d- being a good person, if you're taking care of your academics, are you, are you improving every day? Those are the things we focus on. I mean, more than anything, I mean, the results are the results. Sometimes you have control over winning. Sometimes you don't. So yeah. 
is not really a focus on that. If we can build them into, you know, young men and women mm -hmm. um, that are futurally successful and, you know, in their marriages and their work and society, then that, that's a win. When they come back, one of my favorite things is when kids come back yeah. years later and they're like, coach, man, what you helped me get through when I got in a tough spot or whatever, I, I was able to get through it. And those are the things, or you see a kid who was never very successful on the win column in wrestling come back and they are super successful in life. And you're yeah. like, okay, this is why I did it, yes. yeah. you know? So that's, that's the most important thing. And I think when we were younger, I'll say, especially me, man, I was like, I want to win Yeah. because I just want to win. <laughs> but now, I mean, you sit back and you start thinking, you look at the person, you know, you try to do what's best for each individual kid. And that's different for each mm -hmm. kid. So sometimes when you're, you're trying to figure out what's best for a kid, it's different. And in that a lot of people have trouble seeing that, mm -hmm. like they don't know the whole background behind mm -hmm. it, but. At the end of the day, if you're doing what's right, then it's a win. You get to go home. So I, I totally expected y'all to answer the way you did, which is exactly why you're on the <laughs> podcast, by the way. Uh, I don't think I've ever been anywhere with you, Patrick, and and pull the curtain back a little bit. Yes, we know them personally, but I don't think I've ever been anywhere with you where you didn't have a kid come up to you and say, hey, coach, you know, mm -hmm. and that kind of impact that you have on on kids' lives is fantastic. And so and I know y'all are both the same way. Um, I, so. I think one of my favorite memories of, of Pat and just the relationship that he has with his kids. Well, there are two. Um, one state tournament we were at, they have their state tournament in Houston, and a couple of his guys came. And it was so fun uh -huh. to just hang out with them in the stands yeah, and yeah. visit with them in the yeah. stands. You know, I mean, they, like, he was coaching them before we even had kids. Right. You know, and we would tell the stories right. of just, I don't know, we had a lot more time to, to be around the kids yeah. than sure. before yeah. we had yeah. our own kids. Yeah. Um, and then for his 50th birthday party, some of the guys came oh, over fun. for his yeah, birthday party. That that's that's how you know yeah. that you've made a difference yeah. if yeah. they yeah. show up yeah. at your 50th birthday party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Hopefully wait, you're not 35. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I meant 39. <laughs> 39. Yes. Party. Yeah. There we go. But, and it was really cool for our kids to see, yeah. like, yeah. Those, yeah. those guys. That come is back very neat. And, yeah. 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 So. Well, we're talking about um, when it with sportsmanship, how to be a sideline parent. Uh, I instantly thought about you guys just because of some of your experience. Um, and, you know, as I, as I think back to our goal in, in our sports leagues, mm -hmm. our goal is to provide a positive atmosphere uh, for the kids to play sports. Like we want every kid to have a positive sports experience, right? Right. But we know that that positive sports experience uh, I mean, yeah, the coach is involved in that and the refs are involved in that. But so much of that positive sports experience obviously happens on game day. And there's such a, a big component of just the spectatorship yeah. that's yeah. in the gym. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, this this past Saturday, um, you know, I was in the gym and, and, you know, I'm with kinder first and second, like those babies. Right. Five, six, seven year olds. And, you know, I think it's important, you know, when when parents think about sportsmanship and 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 you know being a good spectator, um, you know, envision yourself five or six or seven years old, and you are on this, you're on this basketball court, maybe for the first time, maybe this is your first game, even if it's your second season or third season, you're in this gym, and you know. Once the ball, you know, gets tipped, you've got like three different groups of people yelling at you, mm -hmm. giving you instruction, right? And so when you think about, you know, being, you know, a positive, um, you know, a positive spectator, 
I think it's really important for parents to step back as a whole and say, okay, this is kind of what my kid is is going into. How can I be a support for them? Yeah. So in your experience as parents, how have you um, how have you seen spectatorship, you know, in regards to sportsmanship, how have you seen that affect a kid's ability to play in the game? Um, and then how have you seen it actually just completely just shatter a kid's focus, a kid's confidence, all those things? Okay. Well, I can speak of two experiences this year. Um, what I always try to tell the parents is because they put ex- these expectations on the kids and <clears throat> I'm like, your kid wants to perform. Like he's not purposely losing or he's not purposely doing anything wrong. And I, and I just said, you're overwhelming him by putting pressure on him. I said, as a parent, your job is to clap, smile, and cheer him on. That's it. I you know, we're here to coach, you know, and how many times we tell our kids that, that we see they're struggling, like, Hey, we love you no matter what mm-hmm. we tell them all the time. Like we, we don't care about your wins and losses. Yeah. Like, and we've had to pull parents in and talk to them just like, Hey, your kid loves you. You love your kid. Like, don't let this interfere that. Because for some reason, sports make us crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, like, let's just, you know, you don't treat other kids like that if they lose or win. So mm-hmm. just treat everyone the same, you know? Right. And so once I think the parents get that or if they're actually kind of told or, and I usually tell the kid, you need to tell your kid or you need to tell your parents in front of me how it makes you feel. Mm-hmm. Because that makes a bigger impact. Mm-hmm. Now, it's high school, so it's a little bit different. They're, sure. you know. Yeah. And dealing yeah. with uh, uh, upward and stuff like that. But, I mean, it's just, it's fun. Like, yeah. if you're not smiling, why are you doing it? And that's not just a- athletics. It should be everything in life, really. Like, mm-hmm. you should enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. 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 What about you? Um, I think from a, from a recreational and a, yeah. a, a younger kid's perspective, um, well, first of all, like, I always coach the kids, mm-hmm. like my, our own kids. And I remember being a parent and, and a coach in um, one of one of Peyton's first basketball games, like you have this idea in your head of how your kid is going to perform, right? And right. like your expectations and your standards. Yeah, yes. sure. Not just as a parent, but also a coach. And I remember watching Peyton the first half, and I'm like, she doesn't even care about this. Like, what what's going on? And, uh-huh. you know, like mm-hmm. my sister had to pull me off to the side, and she's like, she is five years old. Let her yeah. play. Let her be who she is. Right. And that— that was really hard for me because like I value hard work and I wanted her to be aggressive and get after it. And like, she was five, that was as aggressive as she wanted to be, you know? (laughs) And and that was great. Um, We were really lucky when our kids were growing up that we kind of had a core group of kids that, and parents that we, Mm -hmm, the kids mm -hmm. always played with um, or were on teams with. And I think the best thing about those parents is that they cheered for every kid on the team. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's so important mm-hmm. as a parent in the stand is right. that you're not there just to watch your kid. And it's so hard because, of course, that's what's going to draw your attention. Yeah. But you cheer for every kid yeah. on the team. Right. And I think especially recreationally, mm-hmm. you cheer for the opponent, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. good ball is good ball. Right, right, And right. G- great effort is great effort, mm-hmm. whether it is on your team or on the other team. And— you know, I, I just think the parents that are able to applaud every mm. kid in the gym, really, it, it, it provides a better experience for their yes. own yeah. kid, too. Yeah. yeah. So th- are there times when you have to have those conversations with parents as coaches, uh, even at your level? Well, you mentioned, yeah. Yeah. Just um, 
Yeah, I, I just, I always talk to the kid first and ask them kind of what's going on, you know, why. And you can tell by their body language. I mm-hmm. mean, it doesn't matter if they're five years old or they're whatever. And either like maybe they're embarrassed by their parents, how they're yelling or screaming. Mm-hmm. You can just see them drop. Like in basketball, you can just see, like, oh my God, this is my mom or dad. Yeah. You know, and then for us, I, I pull them in and say, what's going on? And I said, just be open and honest with us. Like, we can't fix anything for right. that. And sure. then we always try to address it, you know, right away. You know, and I, and I always tell the parent, hey, this is why we're meeting. I'm honest with them why we're, why we're meeting, not so they don't come in and they don't know. Um, and so uh, I think, and I also have the other coaches in there. It's just not me. I mean, I'm, I'm always asking for ideas. I mean, yeah. and I think Ron is the same way. We don't, we don't know it all by any means. Yeah. Like right. we are, I know we've done this for a while, but we are still learning. We're mm-hmm. still trying, you know, watching. Um, Rhonda's real good at podcasts and, and things like that. So it's a continuously learning thing. And we yeah. still, I think as parents sometimes, at least for me, I have to realize like for Paxton, he's wrestling. Like, hey, he's, it's, he's in sixth grade. Like, stop. Yeah. Like, you know, I, can, I have to catch myself. And so um, I, un- I understand how parents get there. Right. And, and usually they respond very well when you just come in and <clears throat> talk to them honestly and, and openly. Yeah. So a very direct approach is yes. what it sounds like. It, For me, that's worked the best yeah. with, with the parents. Right. I think one thing, one commonality is every parent wants the best for their kid. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And – I, I think it's hard for parents probably, you know, Pat was saying how you're always trying to do the best thing for a, for a kid, for an individual sport that you can really focus on an individual, but in a team sport, you're also looking for the best for the whole team. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's hard for sometimes for, because parents are really focused on their kid, right. they want the best for their kid. But, um, yeah, as a coach, you've, you've also got 12, 12 other kids. Yeah. Sure. Sure. You've, you've got to protect mm-hmm. and you've got to, make their experience. Well, and and one of those conversations I know you and I've talked about in the past is you have to be honest with parents about talent level of their kids, because sometimes you have parents who think that their kid is the next big thing and they are just not there talent wise yet, um, if at all. And so sometimes those conversations have to be had at a fairly early stage, right? They do. And and that's why like, like we talk about it. I, I, I tell the kids, when you leave practice, did you get better? Like whatever that is to you. Right. Don't compare yourself to someone else. Like when you left the gym, do you feel good about yourself and in the direction you're going? Because mm-hmm. you, and really in practice, you either get better or you get worse. So you don't really kind of stay right. the same. Right, right. And so our goal is just for each individual to get better, whatever that is. Okay. You know, even I, I'm also competitive and, you know, I have a four and a half year old, right? She played soccer this past season and uh, Taya definitely is a people pleaser. She wants to please me. Yeah. And so even at four and a half uh, out on the soccer fields last spring, I saw myself, you know, pushing myself similar to what you were saying, like, why is she even out there? Like, yeah. she's just, you know, she's not even trying hard. But then when she, she would always look to me to make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, either that I was happy and she's used those words. Mom, are you happy? Gosh, talk about like a <laughs> gut check. <laughs> Taya, your, my happiness has nothing to do with you. Like you're doing a great job. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I think every kid is different in their approach um, for sure. Uh, let's, let's talk about some, you know, if you had to narrow it down to, you know, maybe three or four aspects of a parent's role in the stands, what would it be? I mean, I think that the biggest thing is be a cheerleader. Mm 
Mm-hmm. I mean, first of all, like. Yeah, you mentioned it. Clap and smile. Yes. Clap, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not very hard. Clap, smile, and and then after the meet, you know, just love on your kid. If, and don't worry about what the scoreboard said. Like if they won, they won. They lost, they lost. Treat them the same. Mm-hmm. Don't tie their value into the wins mm-hmm. and losses. Yes. Because kids kids know that. Yeah. In the, in, yeah. And so I think that's, for me, that would be things I would say. Just be a cheerleader and then love right. your kid the same no matter what. Yeah. Um, I think to, um, I, I don't know. I, I've been thinking about this for the last few days, um, just a parent's behavior in the stands mm-hmm. and how a kid responds, how you, how your kid responds. I don't know if it would be a bad idea to say to your kid, hey, you know, like we have expectations of them. Sure. Mm-hmm. Why would, couldn't you say to your kid, hey, what kind of mom do you want me to be in the stands? Mm. Like, you want me to cheer loud? That's good. Do you want yeah. me to clap my hands? Do you want me to start a wave? Do you want me to, like, <laughs> what do you, you know, like yeah. what kind of, because I remember when, when Peyton started playing volleyball, like I thought it was really important that she know that I was there. You know what I mean? And I yeah. would cheer for everybody, but I was, I think probably one of the, and I had a really good friend who sat beside me yeah. too. And we, we had known these girls, we loved these girls and we would just cheer. And I think it embarrassed, I'm sure it embarrassed her. <clears throat> Yeah. You know, and yeah. if I would have just three games and said, is this the cut? When you look, are you, are you embarrassed because right. of me? Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But some parent, some kids really do want their parents. And as from a coach's perspective, I love seeing parents up in the stands that are yeah. cheering their hearts yeah. out and clapping and, you know, really kind of right. creating some positive energy. Um, but I don't know that every kid wants. No, that. that's a great point. You know, I think about my son, like Colin, he's a sophomore at Arlington High School. And I think if if we clapped and yelled for him every time he came up to the plate, he would just die right there at the plate. Like he doesn't want that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he wants us to sit there and be there and be present and yeah. smile and, yeah. you know, clap when he's done. And yeah. that's it. Yeah. So I think it, you're right. It's kid to kid. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's good. Well, and two, I think. You know, <laughs> my sister would come to the games and she would lead the cheer. I mean, Whoa. she's super, super. She is super energetic. Yeah. And she will and, yell their numbers out. Yes. Yeah. They love that. Yes, it's right. great coming from her. Yeah. But not you. But not. Uh, neither right. of us. Mom. Right. No. Mom yeah. and dad. No. All four would not want mom and dad to no. say anything. Yeah. But yeah. they, they are fine with Denise. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But yeah. that there's a level of like, know your kid, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you, you need yeah. to know your kid. and. Yep. And be willing to be open. We we sit here and we talk about you know, just knowing what to what to do and when. If you don't know your child well enough, um, then maybe there's other issues there that yeah. need to be. And how are you going to yeah. know them if you don't ask? Exactly. You know? yeah. yeah. Like. And yeah. it's okay not to know everything. Yeah. So like for me, how hard do I push them? Right. Our own kids. And right. how, when do we back off? Mm-hmm. That I struggle with that to this day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and I don't want to do it for me. That's different yeah. from kid to kid as well, right? Like. Yeah, our, I think at least the boys are pretty consistent on that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think maybe all four of them are. Yeah. And so, but I have, I mean, our girls are more motivated than the boys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they are. Yeah. So it comes back down to relationship with your kid, <clears throat> mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, you you have a story about Colin and how, what something that you don't talk about after a game. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> and he plays a lot of baseball. A lot. And I feel like baseball season never ends anymore, right? It's it's year round. And um, I'm, I'm guilty of being that parent that's like, you know, on some of the nuances of the game, hey, you need to think about this or think about that. Um, and what I found is a lot of times um, 
especially after bad games, he gets in the car. He doesn't want to talk. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't want to even say anything because he's already feeling like, man, I went over three today or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and so I've come to understand that the best thing to do is get in the car and talk about anything but baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, that ride home needs to be father son time and not, uh, you know, baseball coach to, to son time because, um, you know, I stopped being able to coach him at that level a long time ago, you know, and, and he just wants his dad to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so if we talk about anything in the world other than his game that day, I found that that's, that's easily the best way uh, to develop a better relationship with my son, you know. And, and you know, what's funny about that is a lot of times he'll come back to me later that day or the next day and, and say, yeah, he'll be <laughs> like, you know, that ball to right field, like I should have taken a step over this way or whatever it is, you know. Um, and, and he'll bring it up and he wants to talk about it, but he only does that when he knows that it's a safe place, that he's not just going to be grilled immediately about why didn't you do this, why didn't you do that. I don't follow him into the classroom and ask him, you know, why didn't you study this way? Why didn't you study that way? I just make sure he does, you know, what he's supposed to do, but I don't critique everything he does at school. So I shouldn't, you know, go on the field with him and do that too. So, But it's so hard, right? Because, I mean, we have all of the right answers to tell them. Like we see them in action. We know that if they'll just get their elbow in, you know, or (laughs) um, if they'll, you know, just, you know, you know, it's so easy because we're so competitive. It is. Right. Rhonda, you mentioned that uh, that you you've coached you know pretty much um, most of your kids, and Pat, you have too. Um, I think one of the more important roles um, in a spectator's you know job description, if you will, while they're in the gym, is is you know to to back the coach, right? Um, I mean, within reason, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, we don't we don't want any hazing going on for sure. But I think backing the coach just in the terms of, you know, if you trust a coach to do their job, if you've signed a kid up for X, Y, and Z sports, um, then you're trusting the coach that they know what they're doing. And I think so many times kids get, um, you know, they get confused about who to listen to, right? Because they hear their parents' voice in the stands. Yeah. And what's the, I mean, you know your parents' voice, right? Like, you know that tone and and you pick up on it quick. But then, I mean, you actually lose what the coach is trying to tell you. I'm sure you guys have had that experience in coaching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I think, well, in our experience, um, first of all, every parent that has a concern, I want that I, I want to know. Like, mm-hmm. not. I mean, if you have a concern about about your kid, about mm-hmm. what we're doing, about, I am. I welcome conversations yeah. because I would much rather have a face to face conversation than us wondering. Mm-hmm or anybody wondering or assuming something that's not necessarily mm-hmm. going on. And I know from from my experience, just with being in the gym with my own kids, um, there's a lot that happens in the gym yeah. that gets rep- misrepresented sometimes mm. when it goes home. Yeah. And so that we're all on the same page and so that we all know, like, I mean, from a coach's perspective, I've sat in meetings and, like, the parents' perception of what has happened isn't even from the kid. It's kind of created in their own mind. And then, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so do you I deal with edit this out, but <laughs> I remember, <laughs> um, even with our own kids, you know, the, the thing about a parent, a parent and, and they get to believe what their kid, and that's a privilege to, to believe and have mm-hmm. a conversation. 
the the difference I think in our roles is that both of us were in the gym at the same time, and then mm. we're standing around the kitchen, and <laughs> yeah. you know, you know what they I mean, the biggest coach problem that we ever had was me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and so, um, but we were able to say, I was able to say, that's not what happened. Yeah, yeah. Like that. This is what what right, happened. Right. And I think too. We are so emotionally involved mm-hmm. in the game and in practice and so competitive that we probably don't see things rationally yeah. or objectively. Mm-hmm. And so Well, do you guys encourage parents to talk to you at the high school level or do you I keep do. them out of it? So yeah, no. I, I want them to talk to me. I, I my practices are open. Like if you want to come watch practice, mm. as long as you're sitting down, not saying a word, it's open because I want you to see how we treat your kids in practice. I want you to see how we interact with them. I mean yeah. I don't want anything to be, you know, behind closed doors. Like it, it's an open book. Like here's what you're going to get at practice. Here's what you're going to get in matches. Um, you know, and some people kind of pop their head in and and see what's going on. And you know, yeah. Now, do <laughs> do we want parents to come in with lineups and right, right, you know, right, practice right, plans? right, absolutely yeah. not. Yeah. You know, yeah. like and I'm sure you still see some of that stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've had conversations, and yeah. I, and here's the problem with sports. Every parent has either participated in sports mm-hmm. or watched sports, yes. and they're all experts. Right. Yes. <laughs> if we went to their, I am. if we went to their, <laughs> we went to their job, and they're a nuclear <laughs> physicist uh-huh. or a doctor, and we're in there yelling at them, no, no, that's not where you cut. Hey, what? I mean, right. I mean, well, how would they? Yeah. You know, because I read a book. Yeah. And so I think that's the one thing about the coaching aspect is everyone has done it or thinks they can do it, mm-hmm. and we're in public. We're public figures. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so it's a performance. It is. It is. I mean, this is the kids' performance. They're they're on stage. Like you, the the example that you use with the classroom, Mm -hmm. we don't make the kids take a test in front of an audience. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. But they compete. Yes. In front of an audience. Yeah. That is their classroom. For student athletes, is on the field or on the court. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. So. Is there something that you guys do um, leaving? I feel like we've bashed on the parents enough so we can move on to the kids now. Um, Is there anything that you guys do within the team um, to create that sportsmanship? I mean, is there something specific that you tell your kids or do with your kids? Here you go. Go ahead. Okay. So, well, a couple things is we have a little saying before practice that we always say before every practice. And it kind of just reminds us why we're there. Mm. Um, I mean. And so it just basically, I'm thankful for the opportunity to wrestle, and it kind of goes on like that. Just to remind them at the beginning of practice, and we end practices, you have to find people that helped you out and thank their, shake their hand and look them in the eye and thank them. Yeah. Um, and so we end up with some sports receipt because in wrestling, I mean, you're basically fighting for two hours. And yeah. when it's over, I mean, we're all, all in this together. Right. And so we do that. And, um, you know, I just try to start and end practice with positive stuff. Right. Yeah. Because, I mean, once again, you just don't know what's going on once they leave. So we want to make it a positive experience for them. Right, right. Okay. Um, Our mantra has been for a long, long time, team first. And Mm. it's putting the team before individual. And um, so we do a a lot of um, high fives and encouragement. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just a a lot of high fives. Yeah. And and transitions. Hey, find three people, give them a high five. and. So, I mean, it, it's hard. They're competing for a spot. That's the hard. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they the are competition is there. Each other. And like you yeah. said, they're fighting for two hours. 
They are. And yeah. we want that. Like right. we want kids to have to compete, to compete. Yeah. Iron sharpens iron. Yes. yes for yeah. Sure. Yeah. And, and so, and we talk too a lot about good competition brings out the best in us and let good competition bring out the best mm-hmm. in you. And don't be afraid of somebody competing yeah. against yeah, you. Yeah, for sure. You know, one of my biggest regrets, <clears throat> and this is going to sound silly, but when I was in high school, um, I can remember I was a captain. And so we'd go out for the coin flip uh, before the first, uh, before the start of the game. And it's just pounded into your head that like the other team is the enemy, right? And so we do the coin flip and it's time to shake hands. And I would immediately turn and, and go back to the sideline because they're the enemy, right? And like, that's that's a silly thing, but it's it's a regret for me because how dumb was that? Yeah. You know, that I just got it in my head that they're the enemy. And so that competition kind of brings that mentality to the surface where uh, you see it in, even in our youth sports, in our basketball league, where kids get so competitive that they're ready to fight right there on the court. Yeah. I had a kid uh, this past Saturday. I said, you know, at the very beginning of the game, I said, all right, uh, go to the opposing team and give them a high five. And a kid goes up and gives the opposing team a high five and he goes, I'm going to kill you. And I'm like, no, wait, (laughs) wait a second. No, no, we're not going to kill anybody here. We're, we're going to have fun. We're going to play basketball. We're going to compete. We're not going to kill anybody <laughs> right. here. All and right? we have the benefit of being adults now and looking back on it and saying, mm-hmm. okay, that was obviously not the right way. We have perspective now, whereas yeah. we didn't when we were that age, even as teenagers in high oh, school. Sure. But but it's hard. It's hard to grasp that. Yeah. And, and I know, like, you guys are both very successful at what you do. Uh, in fact, just the other night, you and I, Pat, were talking about um, wrestling and you know, if you can just kind of share the story about how you were up so many points um, and it was just expected that you were going to be up that many points. Go ahead, because I have a follow up question for that. Um, about, okay, was it just about the amount of points we were? Yes, yeah. Well, I mean, so <laughs> we were at a tournament this past weekend and we scored a lot of points and we were, we were winning by a lot. And mm-hmm. it's just kind of expectation, but I mean, I guess I don't really know what to, what you're. So one of the crew, what what you were telling me is one of uh, I don't know if it was an official or whoever said, "Well, I'm surprised you're not up oh, even okay. more." So after day one, we were up. Well, I thought by a lot of points. Yeah. And the comment was made, "Oh, I thought you'd be up by more." Right. And I was thinking, well, our kids are wrestling really well. Like I, I don't even care if we're up by one point or yeah. eighty points. You so right. And I was and I was like, why? I, in my head, I was kind of like, why would you even? Like, why would you say that? So, but the expectation is, because your reputation precedes you, that you're really good. Your teams are going to be really good when you bring them in already. So how do you how do you create that sportsmanship level when you know that those, t- those other teams are coming in knowing that you guys are just going to mow them down probably? Um, and there's probably some jealousy involved uh, with that. How do you continue to create that sportsmanship environment with your kids with that kind of rivalry? Okay. So yeah, I, okay. Um, so what, what we've done is we have three team leaders, and they have teams in our in our own team, mm-hmm. and so their job, those three teams compete against each other at the tournaments, and so they have small groups that they're really cheering for, but it's also competitive because each team is keeping score against each other, mm. so they have to cheer for the small team, but they also need the other teams to be successful for the whole team to be successful, yeah, and so. They are mat side cheering for each other, right? But they also have it invested because they want their team, their their smaller team, yeah. to to do well too. Yeah. And so, um, I just I just think it, it was important instead of because being an individual sport, a lot of times we get caught up. It's about me, 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 me. Right. As long as I win, and so we're trying to get more of the team aspect of um, 
it's, it's not really about us, you know, what can you do for your teammates? You yeah. Know, yeah. And, and, and help each other out. Right. And so, um, and that's, and that's helped out a lot, I think, yeah. because there's just, there's different levels of winning. Like, I mean, it's not even the score sometimes, you know, we have, right. we like this weekend, we, we had some non-point scores do really well. And the kids were more excited about one of our JV kids beating a, a, a state champ. Yeah. That they were more excited about that than anything else, right? Because he, he had just performed at a level that he hadn't done before. Yeah, you know, and I and that's what I like to see. Man, they were jumping on him, high five like they won this, you know, won the whole thing. Right. And 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 right. so that's that's a good thing to see. I think they really care about each other, and so that's yeah. at the end of the day, that's that's what it matters. It's not about a trophy or anything else. Yeah. I I think um, to part of part the tradition of success can be really detrimental mm-hmm. to a kid and their yeah. identity. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and, and we've discussed this with our kids a lot because there's this pressure, right? And I'm sure your kids feel pressure mm-hmm. to, to compete yeah. and to be successful. Yeah. And they know, they know that you guys have been really successful. They know the tradition. And that adds a lot of pressure. Sure. But also, we talk a lot about, like, this is this is a new team. This yeah. is your identity. And I, th- I, I think that, like, success is great. And uh-huh. the tradition of success is great. Mm-hmm. But you also have to let every year's team be a new yeah. team yeah, yeah, yeah. and be a new kid yeah. or be right. their own person. And I don't know, there's there's a quote that I've read. Um, the greatest opportunity that we have is to be our own person. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times we look at, well, this was last year's team, so I've got to fill the role of this person who, you know, was a setter. And we, yeah. when I was in high school, I had a coach who would every year, well, next year, and he would, I remember, we, had a he had a conference with my mom and mom came home and he, and my mom said, "Well, he thinks that you're going to be the next." <laughs> yeah. And it was such oh my gosh! But then yeah. I felt like I had to yeah. pass you like her, move like her, right. serve like her, yeah, sure. right. like be this mm-hmm. instead of just being yeah being you. And yeah. so yeah, like tradition success is great, but also it it can add a lot of pressure. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think as coaches and parents, we need to make sure we're paying attention to our kids mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. And making sure, like, it goes back to, is this fun? Like, mm-hmm. as a coach, I mean, we got to stop practice sometimes. We're playing dodgeball. Why? Because right. they're stretched out. Or, or as a parent, why isn't this fun? Like, what can we do to make it, you know, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. not worry about this stuff? And but as adults, we got to do that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Don't take yourself too seriously. Yes. Correct. Right. Correct. Yeah. So, like, so... When you're competitive, it's really yes. hard. It's very and hard. And I have yes. a, a, yeah. Pat's really yeah. fun, but I <laughs> have been termed un, the unfun done. The unfun the done. The unfun done. Oh, okay. the unfun I got it. Well, who who termed you that though? Is uh, that not a, me? Good answer. So, good answer. <laughs> it started in the classroom. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because I, I like I'm pretty serious about yeah. you know like yeah. if this is important to me I'm pretty I'm pretty right. serious and then. Um, when I was an assistant coach, it was really easy to be fun. You know what yeah. I mean? Because yes. I just, but yes. then yeah. that transition to coach, I just turned into unfun. <laughs> and, um, and so like there have been times when the kids and even some parents have said, you've got to loosen up, mm. you know? And I appreciate that because yeah. I will get so, yeah. you know, basketball makes me crazy. Basketball <laughs> turns really unfun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. It makes me. Should I tell the story? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, dude. So I have a lot. I have a lot of fun stories with the Duns, but I guess it was was Presley playing basketball. Presley, yeah. Presley, yeah. So maybe three years ago, mm-hmm. uh, three years ago, Presley was playing basketball, and Rhonda, of course, was uh, was her coach. 
and I'm refereeing, and I am. I, I made a call. The call was an out of bounds call. It was somebody else's call. So somebody else made the call. Yeah. Okay. A call was made. The whistle was blown. Uh, Rhonda's team had the ball, right? So I have the ball. Oh my gosh, this is no, oh I yeah, thought, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, different yeah, you're one. right. You're right. And there's another one. Too. The referee, <laughs> myself, I have the ball and I'm giving it to one of Rhonda's little girls on the sidelines. And all of a sudden I hear, no, 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 no. <laughs> Someone is screaming at, I don't know, I don't know who they're screaming at. There's just somebody coming running at me. Um, and I, and I turned to Rhonda and I, and she's like, don't, don't take the ball. Don't take the ball. And then I'm like, why? And then she goes, and then she gives instruction to somebody else. And then she goes, okay, now do it. And I'm like, good, great. (laughs) But it was like, she was running down the court saying, don't take the ball out until it's time, you know? Um, and so, yeah, you're right. You have a competitive nature to you, but I can appreciate that because I am too, for sure. (laughs) And And also when I officiate it, I, it, Refereeing for makes me. That's exactly yes. where I was going with that. Is because so I walked in the gym this past Saturday and I see the first thing I see when I walk in is you refing. And my first thought was, this is a lady who is in. And you mentioned you're in an administrative role now. Like mm-hmm. I can say it, you're important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but you are you are in such a a high demand for people to get better, kids to get better in what they do. And yet you here you are refing, uh, I don't know, what was the age group that you it were refing? Second, grade. second graders, yep. right? And that is, that's why you get invited, uh, you know, at least on this podcast to, to give your yeah. uh, experience because it's your heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what all this boils down to, whether it's you refing or us going to breakfast and you finding seven kids that have, you know, it's been 13 years since you've coached them and yet they're still coming back to you. Like yeah. that, the heart that you guys bring, um, really sums up what it is that you guys bring to the table. And that's, I think that's what we value most about you guys coming on here. Yeah, for sure. Well, it's our, I mean, it's what we love, yeah. you know, yeah. I, the, we're moving into off season, so we have a lot more time to like sit and and not but do book studies or mm-hmm, talk yeah. and get everybody on the same page. And last week we talked about well, we're talking about habits and um, you know it's really hard to change behavior from the outside in. You really have to change behavior from right, the inside right. out. And so we talked about our why, and it makes me think about my why. And I told the girls, I was like, my why has has changed, you know, because I want them to find their why, but I also don't feel like you have to find it in five minutes. Like, mm. don't feel like you need yeah. to spend five minutes articulating your why. Like, this is going to evolve, and I don't want you right. to settle in on one thing right yeah. today. Um, but then I shared with them that my why, when I started this 25 years ago, is it? it's, I, it's the same passion, right? The yeah. what is the same. Yeah. The yeah. volleyball is the same. Sports is the same. Right. But my why is, you know, about leadership and about excellence yeah. and about, um, and, and you know, in the classroom, I can inspire excellence. Mm-hmm. But in the, in the sports world, and you can inspire leadership. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I don't know. It's that, that why is really. Yeah, yeah. It's important. It makes complete sense. And then, you know, just full circle, that, that leadership, that, that is your why on the court. Um, is the same thing that the parents have the opportunity mm-hmm. to display mm-hmm. when they're in the gym mm-hmm. cheering mm-hmm. their kids yeah. on. Yeah. So, yeah. Rhonda, Pat, thanks so much for coming thanks on. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Thanks for being friends, first of all. Yeah. That's <laughs> yes. our pleasure. Yes. And yes. all the experience that you guys give. Um, so, yeah, thanks for tuning in uh, to Episode 3. Um, thank you to the Duns for being involved. 
And um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're still going after three episodes. We're going to make it through eight. I Maybe. Think. We'll, so see. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But thanks for following along with us, guys. Yep. We'll see you.